unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Don't think too hard, you know, like, right. y- you know, if you're gambling or not, like follow the spirit, make good decisions. Don't be an idiot. That's my summary. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about gambling. So we're just going to jump right into what the church has said about gambling. Cool, 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 cool. 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 Let's jump right in. Okay, so church's website says gambling is motivated by a desire to get something for nothing. It leads participants away from the Savior's teachings of love and service and towards the selfishness of the adversary. It undermines the virtues of work and thrift and the desire to give honest effort in all we do. So obviously the church discourages gambling. Right. What do we think about that? Thoughts? Sounds like Taco Bell. I've taken Chris here to Taco Bell headquarters in Irvine, California, and we are going to give you the complete Taco Bell experience. Get in here. What? You know, like, (laughs) you're like, wow, it's it's only a few dollars for this great meal, but then you get diarrhea. (laughs) Something for nothing, you know? Stop pooping. Yep. Uh, what? We should not. What are you talking about? I don't understand the correlation at all. We should not be supporting Taco Bell. No, I think Taco Bell as an institution is fine, but it's just the idea that <laughs> fast food, you know, you're you mean like, it's like it's really cheap and affordable. It's really cheap, and you, and think, you think you're, you're getting... getting all these wonderful calories. Oh, okay. But really, does it do anything for your body? No, you'll get you'll get wrecked. Okay, I kind of yeah. see where you're going. With That's that. what gambling. You're <laughs> like, look at all this money I'm going to earn at the cost of my. But soul. are you taking into account mouthfeel? What? It's, it's, it's a, there's a scale for mouthfeel when it comes to food. That what are we talking about? Has nobody seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No. All right. Those, that, those who have seen it, no. Okay, sorry. Mouthfeel, what is that? The inside of your cheeks are very sensitive. It's like the inside of your thighs except with the tongue. Oh. Anyways, gambling. <laughs> so the principles, I guess, when it all comes down to it, the church boils it down to a principle of something for nothing. And that's what makes gambling... Right dangerous because it fuels this idea that oh i can win a bunch of money without any real effort and there's not actually a guarantee for that it's a lot of high risk so you end up pursuing something that you probably won't actually get and it's a little bit self-destructive right yeah it seems to me like the church is uh i mean you look at the history of our church they're hard workers right like we're very interested in hard work and very disinterested in addictions, things that can cause addiction. Right. And I would categorize gambling I, as one I, of those I like things. how it's disinterested <laughs> in addictions, as if there are people who are interested in it. <laughs> You're only that's allowed to point. be interested in an addiction to, like, scripture study or something. Oh, you know, okay, like, yeah, yeah. that's where our that interest lies. So I think this is kind of a double whammy where it's like, right. okay, on the one hand... You should work for what you you, right. you need to earn. Right. You know what you what you well, get. And on the other hand, it's this is, can also be a destructive addiction. Because that, that I think destroy. that's hits the hardest part. Where it's like when you become addicted to something, you sacrifice everything to satisfy that. Mm-hmm. So gambling, it's always oh I didn't win this time, but I'll win the next time. Yeah, you might win. you might win, and then you just that I mentality is addictive. Right. Right. Like playing poker with friends in itself isn't like a monstrous activity it's not inherently evil right but it's just the idea like oh i just got to do one more one more until you're bankrupt and you've 
soldier how you know like whatever yeah. the like <laughs> I, I met people thing. a lot on my mission because in minnesota where i was serving in uh in shakopee in prior lake there was um what we called the great and spacious building it was the mystic lake casino it was like this big huge <laughs> thing it was like one of the three places in the whole mission that were completely off limits for missionaries totally banned that's great and uh i met people all the time who like just lived in absolute poverty and they were frequent right. regulars frequent at the Mystic Lake Casino. And you really get a, a sense for just how how much of a toll it can take on your life when you run into those kinds of people. Obviously, lots of people went to the Mystic Lake Casino. Sure. But that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone was in poverty, but they were definitely very common, you know. like yeah. So not everyone is going to become well, addicted to the practice, but... Do you really want to run that risk? Right. And if, and if you think of it like financially alone, the church is very interested in our financial stability. Like so many programs to like make sure that we're self-sufficient, that right. we can take care of ourselves and then take care of others. And gambling, like let's say you're not making that much money, you can barely pay your rent and then you get an extra side job and you're like, wow, I've got this extra 50 bucks. Gambling is super dangerous because then you're like, maybe I can turn this 50 bucks. Like I could put it into savings and like build something or... Or maybe I could risk it and make it big. You're kind of getting into uh, like uh, gray areas when it comes to the principle because the principle is something for nothing, right? Right. But even when you look at investments, for example. True. Like yeah. if you wanted to invest in the stock market, you put $5 in and completely unrelated to any effort on your part, let's say that $5 in a year becomes like $500 because that company did like super well. Right. Probably not going to happen. But let's say, <laughs> yes. that, let's say that it did. Is that considered gambling? Is that something for nothing? I have a great quote. I have a great quote for this. Okay. Great quote. This is great, great quote. Great, great, great quote. <laughs> um, okay. So this is from um, Joseph F. Smith, February 1903 improvement era. Remember the F. Remember the S. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. And I love this quote, and I think that it applies. So it talks about investments, kind of, um, but it applies to more than that. Because because I think one of the main topics of discussion when it comes to gambling are these gray areas or, or like right. deciding where the line is, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I go to Nickel City down the road, is that gambling? If I'm at the arcade, is that gambling? Like there are lots of questions like that. And I think that this quote kind of touches on a, a really reasonable answer. He says... The element of chance enters very largely into everything we undertake. And it should be remembered that the spirit in which we do things decides very largely whether we are gambling or are entering into legitimate business enterprises. So that's kind of where he touches on kind of investments. Sure. But I love this idea that like, don't think too hard, you know, like, right. you know, if you're gambling or not, like follow the spirit, make good decisions. Don't be an idiot. That's my summary of, of what this is. Yeah, it's, it, well, it's like any <laughs> commitment. It's like, where's your heart? Yeah. Like 100% why are, like, what are your motivations and like what you're doing? Because yeah, there's risk inherent in every decision in life. But like, if you're thinking to yourself like, oh, cryptocurrency, like I could make all of this money for no work, mm -hmm. then anything could be unhealthy and addictive. Yeah. It seems like oftentimes the church, like, so they see this line of danger, right? And they're like, while a lot of people outside the church are going to, you know, go up to that line, stay on the safe side, but like right. be able to peek right over to the other side. The church kind of says, no, just like, just stay far away as you can't, like when it comes to gambling. Right. 
are you going to become an addict from a game of poker? Probably not, but don't even get close right. to it. You know, alcohol, are you going to destroy your life by sipping a beer one time? Probably not, but don't even get close to it. Right. And, and I appreciate that about the church. Like, I'm not going to get hurt well, right. from not gambling. I can complain about right. how, like, oh, I want to go you know, pull the slot machine. But it's not going to hurt me to not do that. Right. You know? Like the alcohol thing, again, the word of wisdom. Right. And I think about, you know, all of the qualms you could raise with that. But then I also think about all of the lives and marriages and families that have surely been saved well, because what we don't 100% touch it. of Fair the people enough. who live the word of wisdom have not had their marriages ended because of alcohol. There you go. Or their lives ended. <laughs> you know, or their, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the same so, thing applies to gambling. Right. Like 100% of marriages that like don't gamble don't end because of gambling. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that's a great. So did you guys grow up in households where face cards were completely off limits? No. Really no, no. that okay. was that was just you. Yeah, yeah that was just me. <laughs> well, yo, I guess. you did. My, my grandpa was like mega strict. It was like you brought face cards home, you brought the devil in the house. Like he was not playing around, and so my dad kind of, you know, carried that over a little bit, not quite right. as dramatically. But, but maybe was less excited when you're like, yeah, he was. He didn't approve of it very often. So, what do you think about that? I personally feel like it was a bit excessive, especially because, <laughs> like, when we finally did get face cards, we didn't even play, like, games that you would play at a right. casino. We would play, like, no these weird off, yeah, these off yeah, games, like, exactly. War or, um, I think it was, like, I think it was called Scum. Yeah, yeah, was, Scum's that, great. That was a game. Great game. Yeah. Um, so we would play those kind of games. And I was like, this doesn't right. feel evil. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. But your grandpa, I mean, he wasn't just making that up, as you guys probably know. Many past leaders of the church have spoken out against playing cards, but having face cards, things right, like right. that, whether or not you're involved in gambling. So what do we do with that? Oh, and I think it's to your point of like them drawing a line farther away from the actual line. Yeah. And then I think as culture changes, because that's something mm. we're struggling with, with a lot of policy changes, you know, where people are like, well, the prophets have said the line is here. Yeah. Then it's like, well, was that just a suggestion? Or is that like a strict commandment? Right. I think the playing cards falls underneath that, where it was like, it was a strong suggestion at the time, but... And, and, you, and you ask yourself why, and I think culture had a huge thing to right. do with it, because things like Go Fish and, you know, Solitaire, as we know them today, those weren't, as far as I'm aware, like popular games in the United States yeah. in, these, in the early years of the Restoration, no, right? Right. You use playing cards... For gambling. Right, that's why True. they existed. That's yeah. why they were made, yeah. And, like, I know maybe movies aren't the best example, but I, I love them. So, like, if you look at any old Western movie from the 1800s, almost any saloon scene. Yeah. The bad guys, especially. The bad <laughs> yeah, guys, yeah, the always seedy folk. Cards. Yeah. They're always playing cards. Right. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the latest, um, like, speaking out against playing cards was from the 1970s. I think it's been, that makes sense. you know, solid 50 years since they've spoken out against that. And I think that's because they recognize, like, oh, because Taylor Jorgensen is playing Go Fish with his family. <laughs> like, that, that's probably not going to President be. President Nelson him. looks into his, like, all-seeing, like, crystal glass ball <laughs> and is like, oh, I guess it's not that bad, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's the culture nowadays. So right. how do you guys right. feel, and maybe this is too, like, in the weeds or not important. So I show up at BYU, right? 
I'm in the door, Helaman Halls, mm-hmm. and then down the hallway, a guy's like, hey, we're having a poker night. Everybody, like, come over. And the whole hall just flocks. They're like, yeah, it's my favorite game. <laughs> and then little Justin's like, what? That's terrible. This is and they're like, oh, it's just chips. It's fine. You know, like, or maybe we do, like, pennies and quarters. And I'm like... And I sit in my room, just like, go to my happy place, go to my, you know, like, I'm literally. Like, a few years ago, in my singles ward, as an Elder's Quorum activity, we had a poker night. Willkommen, bienvenue, and welcome to Monte Carlo. Like, it's the only time I ever played blackjack in my life. And it was at an Elder's Quorum activity. How do we feel about is that a true story, by the way? True story. Justin? No, yeah, my whole hall, everyone, and they were so pumped. Yeah. And I and they had they all had their own poker sets and car and they were like and I hid in my room. Anyways, eventually I learned how to play because I was like left out and alone. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess I don't want to feel like I'm judging them because they felt like I was judging them. It wasn't necessarily like I'm thinking, oh, you guys are evil. It was more like I thought this was wrong, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I'm like, am I wrong? You know? Yeah. But, I, I think it depends again on right. what, what, where's your heart at? Like, what's the purpose here? Are you just like entertaining yourself, or is this like I'm going in to make some? Yeah, dough, you I'm know? gonna steal I'm money from my friends. Cards. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like my family and I every year we used to go to this cabin in Idaho, and it was kind of became a tradition to get the family together and play poker. Sure, and we would use uh, starbursts. As Fun chips. Now, yeah, that's cool. And the that's, different colors, the different would colors be were different, the different values. Were the pink the highest? I think so. They should have. They yeah. should be. If yeah. They yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. With yellow at the bottom. Right. Nobody, totally. wants, Nobody wants the yellow. Or, or the red. I don't like cherry either. But anyways. Uh, but I don't I don't think that that's something I need to repent of. I mean, Agreed. I, I did want all of the Starbursts at the end. <laughs> don't we all? I did experience a lot of loss in those games because <laughs> I wasn't very good. And there were cheaters in my family. <laughs> but... If anything, that's a great way to teach people not to gamble. Yeah. To play with yeah. cards and be like, see yeah. that sucky feeling you've got? That's what would happen. But it would be real money. But I also think it's important just to, again, emphasize that, like, this is something that's discouraged by the church. Like, this right. isn't a question they're asking you. Right. Like, like your temple recommend isn't right. contingent on whether or not you do this. Um, it's not a test of fellowship in the church. Like, you're not going to get kicked out if you do. So if I understand correctly, that you don't pay tithing on money that you've earned from gambling. Is that true or is that just a myth? I doubt that's in the handbook. Somebody somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think that there have been statements from presidents of the church to the effect of we don't want money that's been yeah, I'm trying to think where I've heard that. I'm going to have to, it's just been word of mouth for me, but I'm, we'll have to dig a little bit more and let you guys know. That's so, it almost weird. makes me tempted to go gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Tax free. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, it's crazy. Free. Like the, the industry around that, like there's pretty nice hotel rooms in Las Vegas for like 20 bucks a night. Like they're really? so because, cheap because they know, because they know you're be. going there, you're going to gamble. That's where we're going to make the money. Mm. So it's insane. Like how like that industry. So fun fact, somewhat ironic. Priesthood, the, the first ironic priesthood. The ironic priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my biggest pet peeve growing up. <laughs> punch people in the face. Uh, the first settlers, of course, besides Native Americans who were already there, but the first uh, settlers to settle Las Vegas were Latter-day Saints in the 1850s. Fun fact. The Mor- Mormons built the city of sin, huh? Well, <laughs> not really. They, okay. they were recalled back to Salt Lake a couple of years later because of the whole 
Johnson's army thing coming oh, in. So oh, they abandoned the, so they the built settlement. the infrastructure. They and built then, like a fort in and 1855, then. <laughs> and then they abandoned it a couple of years later. But then there were other settlers, and then the Hoover Dam really brought in a lot of people. Oh, gotcha. And then the mafia started building. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Classic. Casinos and good old mafia brothels. Love that whatnot. mafia. So, so the Latter Day Saints can't take credit for everything there, but this has been great. Thank you, gentlemen, for having this lively discussion. Thanks for letting yes. us be on your show. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. This is like the way, the way you're framing it. I was just like, our guests, thank you. Yeah. Justin and Taylor here. Yeah. So, uh, what are what are your guys' thoughts? Let us know in the comments. Um, there's this was an opinion episode. We've got and lots right. of opinions on and, this and, show, and it's a very um, kind of a one-sided opinion since none of us have like really got into like none of us gamble yeah and so right. there's there's not a lot of perspective from the other side so honestly if uh if anybody has like a lot of experience from the other side like if you've experienced gambling addiction or if you are a latter-day saint who gambles without it being a problem that would be interesting to hear about what your techniques are or whatever i don't know you come on the show show us your ways yeah <laughs> how can we harness <laughs> your power no but we'd love to hear yeah hear your story or yeah your experience whatever yeah uh, go ahead and reach out. Sounds good, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.